2: and right here will tell perhaps all about that. Third and one and a half in the right back. Simons in the handoff. Ken cuts to the left. First down and more. 30, 25, 20. Simonton on his way. Ken into the end zone. Touchdown Beavers. And the streak is going to end here tonight. Black snap on target to
1: Woidnick. He gets a much better punt away here. Sammy Strader back to his 30-yard line. Starts up the middle. Gets to 40. He's
2: got a seam. 45 midfield. 45-40. He's
1: got a chance to go. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Beavers! Monumental sort of Black Suits running in. Nod your head. The Black Suits. Let me see you nod your head like this. Let me see you nod your head like this. Let me see you nod
0: Welcome to Illegal Participation, the, the official it, podcast of the Heiner Tailgater. The Recording cry, this while firmly ensconced day. at the Heiner Tailgater headquarters, I'm your host and the big bald guy behind the grill, Bill Heine Heinrich. Joining me, as always, from Twin Pines Vineyards and Airbnb, the director of Thermodynamic lipid Immersion, my co host and brother, The Beej. Beej, how are you doing?
1: You know, Billy, I'm, I'm I'm a little upset from an event that happened to me on Friday.
0: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Does this
1: have to do with your taco pass? It doesn't have to do with my taco pass. Uh-oh. What happened? So, so on Friday, I was going to get my taco. Okay. Like I've been doing for, uh, I think, at that point, 15 days before. Okay. And I go on my app, I select my taco, and I order it. And then all of a sudden, I look at it, and I pick the Taco Bell up in Lake Oswego, not the Taco Bell in Staten. Uh And I'm like, crap. And so I go into it real quick, and because I ordered through the drive-thru, they don't make it until you go into the drive-thru. So I could cancel it. So I went in and canceled the order. I go back in to make my new order and my Taco Bell pass is no longer usable for the day because it says I already took advantage of my taco. So, I immediately sent a, I, an email to Taco Bell requesting a replacement taco for my my taco pass. Nobody's responded to me yet. It's been three days, so I feel like I'm failing my audience here because, <laughs> I mean, I was going for the full thing, and now I'm probably what? I don't know. I, I lost count. I have to look at my my calendar, but I'm probably like, you know, like eighteen for nineteen days,
2: uh-huh.
1: and and it's not perfect. So I I do think I will be able to. I'm think like, I'm hoping they give me a free taco, and then I just have to do two tacos on one day, and then I'll kind of make up for it.
0: Yeah. So but,
1: yeah. It, it, so it, you know, I, I I understand it's been dri- th- it's I,
0: been three days, I, but it was the weekend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. Exactly. That's I figured nobody's there to answer, and but I went through the drive through, explained it to the gal, and she's like, Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like, dude, it's my taco. And yeah. she's like, the manager's in her break. I'm like, great. So anyway, but I had my taco today, just had it. So, so what are you at pretty- now
0: as of Sunday, the 5th or the 22nd?
1: I, I need to look at because I've been keeping track on, on Facebook when I post. But I think I'm like 18 for 19 right now.
0: Okay, so if you've had 18 tacos...
1: It's either eighteen for it's either eighteen for nineteen or seventeen for eighteen. So
0: One had, of those two. If you had eighteen tacos, wait a minute, so ten dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Divided by eighteen tacos is fifty-six cents a taco. Yeah, I'm still not doing bad at all. Or if it's seventeen tacos, you're at fifty-seven cents a taco.
1: I'm I'm doing great. Yeah. So I can't complain, especially when you think that I've taken, other than I think once I took a soft taco, other than that I've been taking Doritos Locos Tacos Supremes the whole time.
0: How come you took a soft
1: taco? I had a feeling, had a need for it. Oh, okay. So it just felt like it felt like changing it up, but ever since then I'm like, yeah, no, Doritos Locos Taco. Yeah. Didn't they do a Cool Ranch version of those for a while? I Yeah, they
0: did, because when Gunny was real little, like when he was six Seven. We went on our first big road trip with me and Jess and the boys, and we had stopped for lunch at the in and out in Redding, and Gunn was being a pill and didn't want to eat there because the buns were toasted or the cheese was melted, Our you know, seven-year-old being seven-year-old. And so we were driving back, and we ended up stopping at the Taco Bell in Wairika to just use the bathroom. <laughs> and we're just going to buy a courtesy soda. And Gunny told Jess, he's like, you know, um, I could have a Doritos Locos Taco. That sounds really good in my tummy right now. And if not that, I could have a Cool Ranch Doritos Locos Taco. <laughs> and it was just, you know, seven-year-old saying this kind of yeah. matter-of-factly, like, that sounds really good in my tummy right now. So, but anyways, yeah. So they used to, but they so don't have it anymore.
1: wonder what it was like. I never had one. No, nah, me neither.
0: Cool, anyway, cool, ranch,
1: cool Doritos I can only handle in small amounts. Yeah, yeah, not. a I few. mean, like regular Doritos, like nacho cheese, I could go through a whole bag and not, not, no regrets. I used to be more of a. I, I'm, I've, I still like Doritos.
0: That said, I can't eat them like I used to. Really? Yeah. There used to be like I could eat a big ass handful, and now it's like I can eat a few. Good.
1: And I don't know you, you why. Know, I don't know why. You know, when I was a kid, I, you, you probably remember this, but like mom would let us eat like, them on your make sandwich. our own snacks. Oh, yeah. Not eat them on my sandwich. But, you know, I was making charcuterie boards before charcuterie boards were even a thing. That was our was thing right. when we were kids. You know, yeah, we would, we would, I would have a plate yep. and it'd be like, okay, here's Doritos. Yep. Here's some Cheetos. Yep. Here's some sliced pickles. Yep. Here's some sliced, sliced salmon cheese. Yep. And uh, what else? I think like, that's usually what I do. Usually,
0: usually like salami or oh, summer yeah, sausage uh, or something.
1: Some, summer sausage. Summer so- I mean, we were making charcuterie boats all the friggin' time. Uh, it's still my, it's my favorite snack. Like, yeah. like if, well, you know, cause I don't ever have food in my house, but when I do, I'll be like, I'm going to get myself some summer sausage and I will get myself some Tillamook cheese and I'll get myself a jar of pickles.
0: Yeah. We always <laughs> have pickles here. I've got yeah. different so. kinds of pickles for what we want to do. Like, I've got really good, nice pickles if you just want to eat a pickle. I've got some cheaper, like, pickles for putting on a sandwich or a burger. You know? So, yeah. Because we were having sliders for lunch today, and so I got the jar, the big thing of cheaper pickles. And I'm like, I just like these pickles on, like, a burger. Peyton's like, yeah, I totally agree. I go, I got the nicer pickles in there if I just want to eat a pickle. But these pickles are just good on a sandwich or or a burger. Alright, well the purpose of illegal participation is for us to talk beaver sports, tailgating, and all this other stupid stuff we have every week. Remember you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all of the part catchers. If you want to get in touch with us, Heinrichtailgator at gmail.com, at Heinrich on X, or Heinrich on Facebook. Hmm. And I forgot to see if we've gotten any emails, but we didn't get any. I just have Kyle. And I still hate you, yeah. Kyle. I got his email
1: for later. All right, Beech. So then, let's get into a little bit of Beaver Sports News, shall we? Is there going to be butts in this one, like usual? Or are we going to have some actually good positive news? I don't know. Like, it's no ties. That's all I ask for.
0: Well, uh, let's start with some
1: women's volleyball. Going to be some losses or some butts, and probably a tie. Well, probably no tie. I Don't do they tie in? Ba- I don't know if we've since we begin our ass kicks so bad in volleyball. Do we tie in volleyball?
0: No, because they play oh. five sets. Okay, Okay. so there, there won't be a tie. You can play up to five sets. you got to win three. The Oregon State volleyball team battled. What? Fell in a three-set match to third-ranked Stanford on Friday night. Megan Sheridan led the Beavs' offense with 11 kills, while Amanda Burns helped out with a team-best 18 digs, and Ryan White paced the defense with a dozen digs. Doga Duras and Kira Heron each contributed a service eights. Then on Saturday afternoon against Cal, despite totaling double digits and kills, errors stymied the Oregon State volleyball team as they fell in five. The Beavers committed 34 errors as they saw a 2-1 set advantage slip away as the Golden Bears fought back to win the fourth and fifth frames to take the match. Thirty-four errors. Thirty-four errors. The Bees are now seven and fourteen overall, two and nine in the Pac-12, and will head back on the road for their next matches in the state of Washington. On Friday, the beeves will match up with Washington with a first serve time of seven p.m.
1: How long does the match usually go? What do you mean? They start at seven p.m. How long does it go? I, d-
0: I don't know how long it goes. Like a football game, you got to figure three and a half hours. I, I do not know yeah. long how long it. A- A volleyball game should last time wise.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's football is usually three and a half hours. That's what I always figure. So, yeah. Okay.
0: Let's move on to some women's soccer.
2: Okay.
0: The Oregon State women's soccer team battled number five, Stanford, Thursday evening with the Cardinal. What? I said, what? With the Cardinal coming away with a 3 1 victory in Stanford, California. McKenna Martinez scored her fifth goal of the season and the 27th of her Oregon State career as she moved into sole position of fifth place on the Beavers career goal list. Gwyneth Jacobs was credited with her second assist of the 2023 campaign. Then on Sunday afternoon in Berkeley, California, Beach, the Oregon team, the Oregon state women's soccer team created a number of good scoring chances, but was unable to get a road result as Cal took a 3-0 win. Overall, the Beavers outshot Cal 17-14 in the match and held an 8-4 advantage on corridor kicks. Oregon State's placed a total of nine shots on target, including four off the boot of McKenna Martinez. The Beavers are now 3-8-5 overall, 0-6-2 in the pack, and will be home this Thursday for a matchup with Washington
1: State. Three, eight, and five.
0: Yeah, overall.
1: Five ties. Yep. Disgusting.
0: Well, let's move into some better news, Beads, with some men's soccer. Okay. The Oregon State men's soccer team took on number seventeen Stanford Thursday evening at Lorenz Field. But fell four to zero to the Cardinal. The Cardinals struck early on, heading home a corner kick less than two minutes into the contest. Stanford notched the second goal in the 20th minute. And then on Sunday afternoon at Paul Lorenz Field Beach, the Oregon State men's soccer team took on Cal. But They defeated the Bears 1-0. Wow. There you go. Arno Farnos scored the game's only goal as he netted his second tally of the season. Oregon State outshot Cal 19-6 in the contest despite playing the final 22 minutes with 10 men following a second half red card. Wow. The Beavs are now six, five and three overall three, one and three in the pack. And will hit the road next week for matchups with UCLA and San Diego state.
1: With with all its highs. I mean, it just seems to me like it's tougher to figure out who's going to, you know, who wins.
0: They get points. So, like, a win is worth so many points, and a tie is worth, like, one point. That
1: makes sense? It seems to me like, with all the ties, it's it, like, what's a tiebreaker? Well,
0: you know? they go to tiebreakers in the playoffs, and they have overtime during the regular season. But if it, there's a certain point, if you get through overtime and you don't win, there's no I, winner, I, then it just stops.
1: Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, if you got teams going into the playoffs, And they're coming in because they friggin tied each other the whole time. Um, Must be difficult to figure out who's going to go into the playoffs and who's not.
0: No, because a a win is worth so many points and a tie is worth less.
1: And they're just going by points? I believe so. Top points.
0: (laughs) All right, Beach, let's do some wrestling.
1: Okay. Some wrestling news. Yeah, and then after, let's yeah let's let's talk about the wrestling.
0: Well, Beach fans got their first look at the 23-24 Oregon State wrestling team as the Beavs held their annual Orange and Black duels on Thursday night. The Orange squad took down the Black squad with an 18-15 score. Obviously, the Beavs have several Pac-12 champions from last year's and a couple of All-Americans. The Bees will open the season on November 2nd with action from the North Carolina Quad duels in Chapel Hill. Opposition for Coach Chris Pendleton's squad includes North Carolina, Queens, North Carolina, and UNCG. Times and broadcast information are still to be determined.
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: So November 2nd, that's not that far away, Beach, and it's going to be wrestling already. It's wow. Crazy. Football season's flying by.
1: It, and, it really is.
0: Yep. A little bit of uh, women's basketball news. We didn't talk about the uh, the Ducks
1: uh, wrestling team at all.
0: The Ducks wrestling team?
1: Yeah. Are they going down to uh the Carolinas as well?
0: Um let me see here. Um Oh Beach? Yeah. The Ducks can't they they, they cut their wrestling team.
1: Wow, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. And they cut their wrestling team. I'm surprised with the success that Oregon State's had in wrestling last year that the Ducks didn't start one this year.
0: No, they just decided to leave the conference.
1: Oh, there we go. (laughs) That's right.
0: (laughs) And actually, they're going to a
1: conference that's big time into wrestling.
0: Really? Oh, yeah. the, the, The Big Ten is huge into wrestling
1: wonder if they'll come up with something and then have to make know. up some women's sport to offset it.
0: I don't know. Like if you look at, I, I bet, I bet about every school in the big 10 has wrestling.
1: It's a, it's a thing, huh?
0: Yep. All right. Let's talk some women's basketball beads. Just a little off the court news. Oregon state's Reagan beers was named to the Lisa Leslie awards watch list ahead of the 2023, 24 season. The award, which honors the nation's best center at the end of the season has a preseason watch list of 20 players. Beers is one of just two sophomores on the list. The Coloradan has come off a Pac 12 freshman and six player of the year campaign in her first season at Corvallis. She was also an all Pac 12 and all freshman choice by the league's coaches. Now, Beers and the Beeves open the 2023 24 season on November 6th against Arkansas Pine Bluff. They will also play in a free preseason exhibition game on October 29th against Western Washington. Now, fans of that game can support Maui Wildlife Relief at the exhibition game with a donation to Hope Chapel. And
1: that's Maui just. Wild, Maui Wildlife Relief? Wildfire Relief. Wildfire. Oh, I'm like. Did I say wild. The animals? If I said wild. I said look,
0: if I said wildlife, my, my mistake. Wildfire Relief. Yeah. That's okay, the that's okay. like...
1: Like I thought people lost their houses. I didn't realize that we had to fill, to, you know, help the animals too,
0: save the bunnies so. too. Yeah. <laughs> and a little piece of football news to wrap it up. Beach Oregon state football head coach, Jonathan Smith is one of 20 on the initial watch list for the Dodd trophy, which was released on Thursday. The award is given annually to the nation's top collegiate head coach. Now the honor is the second this week for Smith, who was one of 26 head coaches on the Paul bear Bryan award watch list which is also given to the nation's top head coach.
1: Well neat. Yeah. Still still a lot of a lot of competition there for your top twenty and top twenty six, but, but still uh honor just to be on the list though. Yeah. It's kinda cool. So Billy, you hear that? I do Billy. Yes, Beach. This just in Eugene city council wrestles with ban on new gas stations to reduce use of fossil fuels. <laughs> I, I guess this is going in line with their uh, banning of uh, natural gas in their city too.
0: Yeah.
1: So Eugene considering restrictions on the building of new gas stations, including an outright ban, but some city councilors are worried about pushback from the fossil fuel industry. I was gonna <laughs> idiots. On Wednesday, the city council reviewed three different options to limit gas station construction. The discussion is part of the city's efforts to reduce the community's use of fossil fuels. The first first path would end the construction of new gas stations entirely. According to the advocacy group Beyond Toxics, bans like this have already been implemented in five cities across the country. Yeah, cities run by morons. The second path... Would create a buffer between new gas stations and schools, residences, or other stations. So you want to eliminate competition and move gas stations away from where people drive. Okay. Sure. Well, I don't, I don't,
0: I don't imagine there's very many gas stations built near schools.
1: No, those aren't usually in the same go- zones. Build like in the main thoroughfare, thoroughfare yeah. next to residential areas yeah. because that's where people get their gas before they go home or go to work. Some city councilors said that this would effectively be an outright ban, but city planners didn't present further details. The third path would create other guidelines for gas stations, such as size limitations. Currently, there aren't su- uh, they aren't subject to special building codes, although they must meet state and federal environmental standards. So, so, city
0: staff, so they must meet those special building codes.
1: Exactly, exactly. According to city staff, there are currently 42 gas stations in Eugene, four of which were built after 2017, so in the last six years. Another two are currently in development. Environmental activists say the city doesn't need more, as the sale of new gas-powered vehicles will largely be banned in Oregon by 2035 at a point when our transportation system should be accommodating the, expo- uh, the exponential growth of electric cars and trucks it makes no sense to expand gas station construction Eugene said Lisa Arkin the executive director of Beyond Toxics beyond toxic also raised concerns about gas storage tanks leaking that's a joke by the way they're double walled they have sensors around them oh, I know. and when i worked the dealership, we actually had to dig the dirt up around them every like what was it, 6 or 12 months, and do samplings, even with double-walled and sensors. Yeah. Okay? So it's not an issue. And they they claim chemicals and fumes are dangerous to neighbors and have little control over what's built. Arkin said when all these gas stations are gone, the land could be difficult to repurpose. Eugene Water and Electric Board, or EWEB, projects that up to 95% of cars could be electric by 2040. Okay, so now to critique the morons in the Eugene City Council and the tree-huggers. Businesses will only build new gas stations if they see a need. Knowing that the government is going to push electric vehicles on us means that when they evaluate the need, uh, future electrification will be a factor when looking at a business plan. If the company decides to build a station and there is no need, that uh, that is on the business owner. Neither the city nor the taxpayer loses if somebody builds a freaking gas station that nobody needs. Yeah. Right. The land will not be difficult to repurpose. You merely remove the double-walled fuel tanks and tear down the building and build a new building. Freaking idiots to think it's more complicated than that. No, they are. You,
0: you don't need to build a new building. You just leave the it there and turn it into build. a pot shop.
1: <laughs> exactly. But, you know, I always, I always love because growing up in Hillsborough, Do you remember when they built the, um, the, the Sunset es- or, uh, yeah, the Sunset Esplanade? Yeah. Remember, remember that. Yeah. And they put in a uh, El Pollo Loco. Yeah. And it, it, op- it ran for like three or four or five years. I can't remember how long it was open. And then it closed. And then they bulldozed it down, and they put in a jiffy loop. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. And then and then they bulldozed it down, and now it's a Starbucks. Yeah. And that's really been over 30 years. Those buildings never lasted more than like 10 or 15 years each. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's like just you tear down the sucker, and you build something that's more better. So <laughs> anyway, um and, and then what kicks what me. Now, what is a factor when you limit the number of gas stations in an area, such as the city of Eugene? You're effectively giving the existing stations a monopoly, oh, yeah. since there's no rivals building nearby. They can raise the price for no other reason than a profiteer. Also, as the city expands, there may be areas that have to that have you know no fuel uh, station nearby, so they're going to have to have additional miles burn additional fuel to get to the gas station. Mm-hmm. I find it funny how always seem to be the biggest promoters of monopolies and inefficiencies and additional costs to the public and claim they are doing it to better our lives. Well, I'm pretty sure Chevron is trying to improve my life when they put a fuel uh, gas station near my house. I'm pretty sure the fuckers in Eugene are trying to rule my life. <laughs> and this has been your Heinrich tailgater update from the people's Republic of Eugene. Yeah, pretty much. Huh? Yeah, I love that. I mean, i You know, pretty soon it's like, okay, we're going to get rid of – I wonder what's next. So we're we're no longer natural gas. We're no longer gas. Uh, They're going to probably try to cut themselves off of hydroelectric soon because they're going to care about the fish so much. So they're going to try to build their – well, then they're just going to put solar panels and, and wind, and then they will have no power to be able to charge the cars that they're so badly promoting because they're not going to have any gas stations left. Well,
0: I like when they talk about the the uh, pollution from from gas stations. Okay, what about lithium mines where they got to dig up everything for your batteries for your cars? They, you, they, you ever seen those things? They're awful. They're god awful. Yeah. So, but that's fine because lithium mines are usually just around poor people. So, <laughs> poor people in other countries. So, I guess don't worry about them. All right, beach. Well, are we ready to go under further review for week number eight in the Pac-12?
1: After further review, the runner did cross the line. And the touchdown. Um, yes. Let's let's do week number eight. I've got it right here. It's flying by. All right. So heading into week number eight,
0: you were at 33 out of 49. Kyle, I hate you, Kyle, was at 36 out of 49, and I was at 37 out of 49. All right, we had only four Pac-12 games to talk about because four Pac-12 teams
1: had the week off. So all you, the- must be, you must be fearing me, Billy, because you picked the same teams that I picked, so you must be scared that I'm going to catch up with you.
2: Well, let's
0: see what happens at the end of this week, Beej. All right. Okay, so all of the games were on Saturday, October 21st. First up, Washington State at
1: Oregon. We all picked. Uh, well, we we figured the Ducks were going to beat Wazoo. Yeah, we didn't
0: Even
1: want
0: we didn't
1: want Oregon win. to win, but we figured Oregon would win. Yeah. So.
0: Oregon quarterback Bo Nix threw for 293 yards and two touchdowns while setting the NCAA record for most career starts, and number nine Oregon downed Washington State 38 to 24 on Saturday. Knicks started in his 54th college game, and the Ducks became bowl eligible after that disappointing 36-33 loss at Washington last weekend. Oregon running back Bucky Irving ran for 129 yards and two touchdowns while also catching a scoring pass from Knicks to keep Oregon undefeated at home this season. Washington State lost its third straight game. The Cougs were ranked as high as number 13 in the AP earlier this season, but they lost 25-17 to UCLA and Pasadena and then fell 44-6 to Arizona and Pullman last weekend. Washington State's quarterback Cameron Ward averaged 296.5 yards a game, ranked 12th in the nation. He threw for 438 yards and a touchdown for the Cougs, but was sacked six times. Lincoln Victor caught 16 passes for 161 yards. Ward's only touchdown throw of the game came with 52 seconds left when he hit Isaiah Hamilton with a 16-yard pass. Now here's an interesting stat, Beach. Oregon has only one turnover this season, fewest in the nation. Wow, I thought that was pretty crazy. Is that
1: a fumble or a pick?
0: I think it was a fumble. Okay, let me I mean, let me let me look. That's
1: great. Well, I also, when I was watching the game uh, on Saturday, I thought they said that Oregon hasn't lost a game at home since like 2017.
0: It's been quite a while since they've lost a home, yeah. Yeah, crazy. I'm going to look at Bo Nix here. Uh, He's got one interception, so there's your your turnover. No
1: fumbles yet. You know, I was thinking it's going to be tough for them to compete against Utah because if they have to buy all of their scholarship people cars, they're going to have to buy them all electric cars because they won't be able to find any place to get (laughs) gas. (laughs) This is true. This is true. I want to know about Washington state
0: Beeves. Like did Oregon state get Washington state's best shot? Cause they haven't, don't... they haven't looked like the same team since that game.
1: No, no, I would agree. And I, I still agree.
0: maintain that that game was a lot closer than most people want to give it credit for bees lost mm-hmm. by three. They played really one and a half crummy quarters. Other than that, they played really well against them and they lost by three points. And like I said, Cam Ward, he looked like a world beater against the Beavs. He hasn't looked anywhere near that since.
2: Hmm.
1: So, well, anyway, I, I was I was hoping they would pull that win. I I was really hoping they. At the beginning, it looked like they were staying with him pretty good. You know.
0: Well, it was it was a little bit, but then Oregon pulled away. I mean, it was what was the final yeah. score? No,
1: but the, the first. Didn't they? Didn't they score like a field goal, and then stopped Oregon? And then they, they, the, the first, the first, uh, the first period they were they were trading points pretty well.
0: Yeah, first quarter and was neat,
1: close. And neither of them were getting into the red zone. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, it was it was but, three to three after yeah, one, and, and, then, by... and then and um, then thirteen to seventeen at half, yeah. but Oregon just extended it out after that.
1: Yeah, I was, but like I said, that first half was was enjoyable. I mean, I thought I thought they had a shot. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: anyway, it is what it is. The sons of bitches. It looks like we're gonna have to take care of business at Odson.
0: Yep. So, so. we all got the win there. Next up, beach, Utah at USC.
1: Well, you and I picked the baby goats, but uh, Kyle thought uh, the men of Troy were gonna uh, were gonna were gonna win this one. I how'd that one turn out, Billy? How how'd Kyle do on that one, Billy?
0: Utah kicker Cole Becker made a 38 yard field goal as time expired, and number 14 Utah blew an 11 point lead in the fourth quarter before rallying for a thrilling 34 32 victory over number 18 Southern Cal on Saturday night. Now, after Caleb Williams ran for an 11 yard touchdown with 146 left on the Trojans, after Caleb Williams ran for an 11 yard touchdown with 146 left for the Trojans, Utah quarterback Bryson Barnes punctuated Utah's winning drive with a spectacular 26-yard scramble to get the Utes well into range of Becker's game winner. Utah two-way sensation Sion Vaki caught two touchdown passes and accounted for 270 total yards while the Utes sent Williams and Lincoln Riley to their first ever loss at the Coliseum. Barnes passed for a career high 235 yards and three TDs and rushed for another score for the Utes, who have beaten the Trojans in all three meetings during Lincoln Riley's two seasons as head coach at USC. Now Williams passed for two hundred and sixty now Williams passed for two hundred and fifty six yards and no TDs in a second straight difficult game for the Heisman Trophy winner and his Trojans, whose national title hopes are all but dead after back to back losses to Notre Dame and Utah. And I've been saying this, Beach. USC has no defense and no running game. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they got. And it was crazy because I, you'd come over and we watched some of the game. And then I was texting you what was going on. And when USC scored, I was like, God damn it. You know, they're going to pull this damn thing out. And sure enough, Utah fought back. And that scramble that Barnes had for Utah was beautiful. 26 yards to put them inside the 20 for the field goal. It was yeah, perfect. It's really done. It was perfect. So you, Utah is a bunch of fighters too. They take on that, that, uh, personality of their head coach, Kyle Whittingham, and he's a fighter. He doesn't give up and he's, you know, he's out there fighting in that team fights. I'm, I'm always impressed with him.
1: So, and and now, now USC still has uh, some, some tough games to play ahead of him.
0: Oh yeah. And remember beach. So Utah won this one. Do you know who Utah plays this week? Who? At home in Salt Lake City. The Washington? Duckies. The Duckies. I think Washington skips. Does Washington skip Utah? They might skip Utah, but anyways.
1: So, But, but Oregon played USC though, don't they? Yeah, they got to play USC and Utah. We got USC, Utah, and we'll the talk B. about
0: that. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Yep. But yeah. So yep. Okay. So you and I got the win there. Kyle did not. That was a good game too. Just some good bloody nose football. And I am really impressed with Utah pulling that Sion Vaki and having him play offense. He's a hell of a threat, and he really mm-hmm. helps that running game out. And they this game too. They split him out a little bit, and they had to worry about him catching the ball. And it opened up the running game for other guys. So it was a great move by, by a very good coach in the Pac-12. All right, so you and I got the one there. Up next, Beach, Arizona State at Washington.
1: And we all picked the Huskies for this one. Correct. So, but it, it was a close one, wasn't it, Billy? Yes.
0: Washington defensive back Michael Powell returned a fourth-quarter interception, 89 yards for a TD and number 5 Washington overcame Michael Penix Jr.'s three turnovers to beat Arizona State 15-7 to on Saturday night. Now, Powell stepped in front of Trenton Borgay's throw on 4th and 3 from the 12th and sprinted down the left sideline to help Washington win its 14th straight, sidestepping Borgay near the 20 for a 12-7 to lead with 8-11 left. The Huskies desperately needed the stop after the Sun Devils intercepted two of Penix's passes in the first half and recovered a botched handoff to take a 7-3 lead. It was their first regular season win without an offensive touchdown since 2001 and the first overall since the 2018 Pac-12 championship. Mm. So it's hard, hard to win a game without an offensive touchdown. And really they had no business winning that game and beach later in that game. Um, Arizona state was threatening to score and there was a pass interference in the end zone. Uh, the officials got together, picked up the flag and waved it off saying the contact wasn't illegal. But if you see a picture of the contact, it's horrible. The The Washington defender has got the guy by the collar and the sleeve, and he's pulling on both. Seriously? Oh, dude, it's brutal.
1: Brutal. They wave it off then. They waved it off.
0: I have no clue. No clue. But that should have been pass interference in the end zone, and the Arizona State should have had it first and goal. Wow. Yeah, it was brutal.
1: Because it was – They they didn't get it, and they – was that a fourth down player, ah, That, fourth was, down that was third
0: down right there, I think.
1: So, wow.
0: Yeah, it was horrible.
1: Horrible.
0: People are still bitching about it, too. I don't blame them. Oh, I don't blame them. Of course, I will go back to Evanson Bernard's fumble call against Washington. And what was that, 2006?
1: I still have never heard yep. the booze as big as that, as that game. Yeah, For two quarters. Horrible call of a
0: fumble because it was either a touchdown or he was down, right? Either yeah. or, I don't care, but it was not a fumble. And the reply from the head of Pac-12 officials was, "Well, it was only egregious if you're a, uh, it was only egregious if you're an Oregon State fan. Really, it was only an egregious miscall if you're an Oregon State fan."
1: And I and I just love it was in the program the following year. That they or maybe it's two years. They're like uh, last time they met at Razor Stadium. uh, There was they they even mentioned it. There was a there was a poor call. I mean I just remember the security went around the refs and raced them out out of the stadium. That was so bad because I mean it damn near cost the Beavers the game. It wouldn't have been so bad, but it damn near cost us the game.
0: Yeah, well because they 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 missed. I want to say they also missed calling touchdowns two other times for Evanson where he should have been in. But if you guys don't know what we're talking about, just look up Evanson Bernard, Washington, like fumble on YouTube. And you'll see the play. Cause he's either, it's either a touchdown or he's down at about the two inch line because he extends for the, the goal line with the ball in his hand, hits the ground, the ball pops out. A guy picks up the ball and runs it back to like the 45 yard line. And it's a horrible call, horrible call. And my whole thing with that call was there was never a beanbag thrown. Mm -hmm. So the referee will always throw a beanbag when there's change of possession. So if you ever see a guy receive a punt, they'll throw a beanbag where he receives the punt because that's where the change of possession happened. If a guy intercepts a pass, they'll throw a beanbag right there because that says there was a change of possession at that point. Or if there's a fumble, They'll drop the beanbag there because there's been a possible change of possession. They never threw the beanbag. The guy was down there spotting the ball at the goal line when he got pulled down to the 45 yard line by the other. Horrible call. Look it up. You'll see it. You'll be as mad as us. I've never booed like that in my life at a football game. I booed the entire rest of the game.
1: Everybody did. It was so awesome. Every play. It mean, just. And, I mean, the refs had to be shitting bricks because yeah. I mean, it, it just never let up. It was that way even after the Beavs won. Yeah. It was, it was I, I wanted cool. to kill somebody. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, wasn't there something about a blocked punt too? There was a bunch of. There was just. A, there was a couple bad calls in that thing. Uh,
0: anyways, let's keep moving here. Uh, now, final game of the week: Beege. UCLA at Stanford.
1: And we all picked uh, UCLA because we figured bitch tits can still beat uh, the Cardinal.
0: Yep. UCLA running back Carson Steele ran for three touchdowns to stake number 25 UCLA to an early 21-point lead on his 21st birthday, and the Bruins went on to beat Stanford 42-7 to on Saturday night. Steel, uh, Carson Steele was that blonde-headed guy for UCLA last week. Now, Steele capped the first two drives of the game for the Bruins with short TD runs and added a third later in the first half to open a 21-0 lead over the Cardinal. He finished with 76 yards on the ground to make life easy on new starting quarterback Ethan Garbers. Now, UCLA coach Chip Kelly made a switch at quarterback after freshman Dante Moore struggled in recent weeks and handed it back over to Garbers, who started the season opener. Now, Garbers went 20-for-28 for 240 yards throwing TD passes to J. Michael Sturdivant and Molokai Mataivau in the third quarter. Now Stanford was unable to follow up last week's school record comeback against Colorado with another strong effort. The Cardinal have lost 18 of their last 20 conference games. Quarterback Ashton Daniels, who led the big comeback last week at Colorado with 396 yards passing off the bench, struggled to get the ball downfield against UCLA's stingier defense. He threw for 268 yards and one TD and one interceptions. The reason why they didn't do well is because UCLA has a damn good defense and Colorado still doesn't. I mean, that's pretty obvious, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. That, that game, I didn't even watch the end of it because it was just boring. Boring game. So we all picked up the win there. So, Beege, did I pick all the same games as you did this week? You did. Yeah, we went four for four.
2: Uh-huh.
1: But so, you copied me because I'm always picking the first. Whatever. Whatever. Yep, I just, I pointed that out. So you and I went four for four. Kyle went three for four.
0: So as it stands now, you're at 37 out of 53. Kyle is at 39 out of 53. And I'm at 41 out of 53. But let's talk a little bit of Pac-12 in the polls, Beach The new polls came out today. The AP poll... Washington State at number five. Oregon moved up a oh, oh, oh,
1: Washington at number five. That's what I said, didn't I? Washington State.
0: Oh, sorry. Washington is at number five. Oregon at number eight. I think they moved up a spot. Oregon State moved up a spot to number 11. Utah is up to number 13. UCLA at 23. And USC is almost out of the polls, but at number 24. Now in the USA Today Coaches Poll in the in the Now in the Coaches Poll Beach, Washington is again at number 5, Oregon at number 9, Oregon State at 12, Utah at 13, USC fell to 22 and UCLA is at 24. I might have that backwards.
1: Do I have that backwards? It said UCLA was at 23 in the one poll.
0: Yeah, let me let me look here.
1: The USA t- Today t- poll, they were 23. It's
0: not USA Today; it's just the coaches' poll. UCLA at USC at 22 and UCLA at 24. Yep, that's what they're at. Didn't seem right, but you know the coaches' poll.
1: Okay, so they've actually got USC and UCLA flip flopped.
0: Yeah, from where they the were. US,
1: the USA Today poll.
0: Yeah, well the AP had. USC ranked lower this week and last week. So
1: hmm. so anyway, well, I mean, have Oregon state in the the, the top 15. I mean, yeah. coming in at 11 and 12.
0: It's I think good. this is one of the longest straight times they've been ranked. Hmm. I think cause this, they've been ranked every poll this year, which is eight. I think they're up to like 13 polls. 11, 11 straight. Polls hmm. they've been ranked in? Something like that. But yeah, so they've been ranked. This is like one of the longest streets I've ever been on.
1: Well, we just got to focus.
0: Now, the highest they got up to um, lately, the last time they were ranked higher was in 2012. They got up to number seven. They got to number seven before losing to Washington mm-hmm. in Seattle. All right, Beach. Let's move on to this week's Tommy Tuberville –
2: what's he think
0: i look like a jackass you sure do <laughs> jackass of the week award every week we like to discuss a person in college football who exemplifies the truly worse in sportsmanship leadership or just being a fan and this week beach are we kind of giving it to fans maybe are we kind of giving it to admins kind of maybe
1: i don't know but here's
0: the situation so no. Michigan State Athletic Director Alan Holler said he has suspended an employee involved in allowing Adolf Hitler's image to be shown on video boards before playing number 2 Michigan. Now, the employee, who was not named, will be paid pending an investigation that will help to determine the potential action in the future. Holler said no one in the department viewed the entire video, exposing a failure in its process. Now, Haller said in a statement Sunday night, quote, anti-Semitism must be denounced. The image displayed prior to Saturday night's game is not representative of who we are and the culture we embody. Nevertheless, we must own our failures and accept responsibility.
1: Now, Beach, I, I, I hate it when people say who we are. I know. I'm not I'm not like anybody else. So they can go play a game called hide and go fuck yourself. I know. So, Beach I hate that. Beach, who, who we are. Who the hell are we? I'm not, I'm not you. I'm you. <laughs> Exactly.
0: Now, Beach, the creator and producer of the Quiz Channel on YouTube, which which includes Hitler's image as part of a quiz, said the school didn't ask for permission to use his content or pay him for it, and defended his decision to include the question on his platform. Now, Forrest Van Pallant, who wrote on his YouTube page saying, quote, It's an absolutely normal trivia question, shown in an appropriate setting. Ignoring the dark facets of history is by no means the answer, on the contrary. Now, Beach, the channel is publicly available and free for users. So while the Wolverines were finishing off a 49-0 win over Spartans on Saturday night, Michigan State spokesman Matt Larson apologized that the inappropriate content was displayed more than an hour before kickoff. He said, MSU will not be using a third-party source going forward and will implement stronger screening and approval procedures for all video board content in the future trivia questions that they were posting on the board. So Michigan State treamed the quiz channel, which had 40 questions in its latest video, including asking where was Hitler born with his image before showing Austria as the answer. The previous question asked, in Star Trek, what color was Spock's blood before green was shown as the answer? All right, And again, the trivia question, I think... Side note beats. I think most people would find it interesting that Hitler was not born in Germany.
1: Yeah. I, 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 I and I don't I don't see where that question with and I mean you're gonna show a picture like you'd show a picture of Spock, you'd show a picture of Hitler. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, how how is how is a guy who was who was so hated by our grandparents' generation who literally fought him in a war, fought fought Germany in a war? And they have more tolerance for Hitler than than the millennials do. Yeah. And the millennials don't even know so, what the hell he did.
0: So let me talk, Beej. So interim university president Teresa Woodruff said Sunday, quote, I'm deeply sorry for the image displayed at Spartan Tate Stadium, which made many of our community feel alienated and unsafe. It was unacceptable. I asked last evening for a full review of this university event, and will take all necessary steps to align our messages and actions to our values. Now, Beach, on a There's separate a hold I, on. I, now, now Beege, on a separate but kind of connected topic, dozens of people rallied in support of Palestinian rights at the state capitol building on Thursday in Lansing, Michigan, following a week of fighting in Gaza territory that had left hes- heavy casualties on both sides. Protesters chanted, quote, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free.
2: Now, Beach, the
0: the emergency protest was called by the Michigan State University Chapter of Students United for Palestinian Rights with support from other school organizations, according to an information sheet passed out by organizers. Now, Beach, I find that interesting that a picture and a and a trivia question which is kind of interesting. I don't think a lot of people realize that Hitler also had some Jewish ancestry in him. Mm -hmm. Most people don't know that. I find that interesting. That is considered harmful, but people going out, school groups going out and shouting from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, which is a slogan that calls for the destruction of Israel. Because if you go from the river Right to the sea. Mm-hmm. That means that the, 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 that means the, the state sea. of Israel yeah. is gone. Yeah. But that's okay.
1: I I I just it's it's the dumb damnedest thing because because both are essentially promoting the final solution.
0: Well, exactly. But see, this is what, what I found. Promote. This is what I found. Solution. So, this is what I found so interesting about you: a picture and a trivia question. You know, triggered people but this is okay.
1: But you know, what, what, what baffled me and this on kind of a side note is how Muslims in Australia were literally chanting gas, the Jews.
0: Oh, I know. And,
1: and, and I'm, and I'm just like, let's, going, let's,
0: and let's just, let's just call just, it groups, it, right? Groups. Cause there was yeah. more than just that out there, but groups.
1: Yeah. 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 Unbelievable.
2: Yeah.
1: And, 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 but, but Hillary is offensive to me. Oh my God. He was evil. Yeah. Yeah, really? Really? Evil? Yeah.
0: yeah. Think? so. Anyways, I just saw, I, I read that and I was like, really? Like, what kind of pussies are you that
1: are stupid? What Should it have been played? Probably not. Right? Well, you know what? I will tell you, I find that much more interesting than trying to figure out where the ice cream is under the goddamn helmet. <laughs> and okay? this was
0: before the game. Like, how many people were even in the stadium, right? And it's just trivia questions. Like, you, you know what? Shit. You know what should have been is like, hey, we should have, we should have looked at it. We didn't, we won't do it again. I mean, even that's that, all it should be. I, right. Well, that's, what I'm saying if it's even that, right.
1: Right. You know, in, in Germany, I don't think they're allowed to even have uh, likenesses or anything of, uh, of Hitler. Yeah. There's like laws against it in Germany.
0: Oh yeah. 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 But anyways, yeah. And that's how you see that. and You're like, okay, sorry, moving on. That's all it should be.
1: Uh, right yeah but, but, said, but, but but have, i have trivia questions and finding the ice cream underneath the stupid helmet <laughs> look it's it's, it's a, a it's it's two it's two it's two <laughs> would well, you win some fucking ice cream do you win any fucking ice cream no index we shit. never win anything well, but what i'm saying is why do i care where the ice cream is because i don't win any ice cream i know you know full audience is like look i can follow it Good and glad your eyes work. Great. Anyways, so Thank Michigan thanks.
0: State administrators, fans, and anyone else who is offended by a trivia question in a picture, you get this week's
1: Jackass of the Week.
0: Anyways, I just I saw that. And I was like, really?
1: This is what bothers you? what's going on campuses right now is just insane
0: i agree anyways let's move on to our musical interlude and it is your pick
1: i pick. so okay hey all i can say is don't suck i'll try not to suck okay today's song at least i don't pick some garbage like in sync okay
0: so you think bye 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 during the bye week wasn't funny
1: I thought it was a little funny. Yeah.
0: And saying bye, yeah. bye, bye to bitch tits.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, but it's still in sync. So, I mean, if it was new kids on the block, if we were like hanging tough, I could have gotten all of
0: that. I like tonight yeah. by, by new kids on the block. Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you know who's That's singing the- that right now? Yeah. Kyle. Really? We brought up tonight by, by new kids on the block. And Kyle's like, Oh yeah, tonight. It's like their Beatles song. Like we are so the Beatles when they were writing that song.
1: Okay, go ahead. Speaking of that, that that's a beautiful segue for me here, Billy. Okay. So today's song is in my life. Oh, it's a, it's a song by the Beatles that appeared on their 1965 album, Rubber Soul. It was written primarily by John (laughs) Lennon with structural contributions from Paul McCartney in a 1980 interview. Lennon referred to this song as his first real major piece of work because it was the first time he had written about his own life. According to Lennon, the song's origins can be traced back to English journalist Kenneth Alsup's remark that Lennon should write songs about his childhood. Afterwards, Lennon wrote a song in the form of a long poem reminiscing on those years. The original lyrics were based on a bus route he used to take in Liverpool, naming various sites along the way, including Penny Lane and Strawberry Field. Lennon later thought the original lyrics were ridiculous, calling it the most boring sort of what I did on my holidays bus trip song. He reworked the words and replaced the specific memories with a generalized meditation on his past. Few lines of the original version remain in the finished song. According to Lennon's friend and biographer, Peter Shotton, the lines, some where he's referencing friends, he says, some are dead and some are living in my life. I've loved them all. Uh, Lennon was actually referring to himself and Stuart Sutcliffe, who died in 1962 of brain hemorrhage. Sutcliffe was the original bass guitarist for the Beatles before he left the band to pursue a career in art. Now, taking it to a different level here, uh, we're not going to actually use the Beatles version of the song. Uh, The version that I'm going to pick is actually a cover by Johnny Cash that he released in 2002 on his American for The Man Comes Around album. Uh, Johnny Cash has a slightly slower tempo and a much more acoustic sound, uh, plus he has a much more gravelly-aged voice. Uh, and with that, it's much more emotional, uh, and especially knowing that Johnny passed away a year after the song was released is, is kind of fitting as kind of a uh, looking back on your life. Uh, so here it is, Johnny Cash's cover of The Beatles, In My Life.
2: I love you more.
0: Good call,
1: Beach. I like that one. I think, yeah. uh, yeah, we, we, it, you know, like he said, it, kind of, uh, more of a generic look on your, your past, you know, and what you've done in life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think, uh, I think uh, Lennon's lyrics were, were, were great because we can all look back and think of those times, you know, with, with, with the generic words, we can all just have those memories of those good times we've had in the past. So anyway, that
0: was good. And and right. little did I know with my joke about the Beatles that I was segueing yeah. for you. That was pretty good. It
1: was pretty right there.
0: All right. So let's uh, get into, uh, Finishing off this week's show, Beach, and look at Pac-12 Week
1: 9. And still no tailgater this week. we got a buy and, and an away game.
0: Two away games. Yeah. yeah. So, let's uh, start here, Beach. All the games are on like, Saturday, October 28th. And from here on out, we should have full compliments of games. Actually, except maybe the last week. I don't think USC plays the last week. I think they're bye week is week
1: 13. They're one week ahead. Well, cause they're still one week ahead of everybody.
0: Yeah. I, I think they don't have a bye week till the end. So. All right. First up beach, Oregon at Utah.
1: I um, will take Utah. Oh, suddenly you're calling it early. Well, you seem to have problems with that. Well, I was going to take the baby goats too.
0: Oh, so you're copying me.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's going to be tight I think it's going to be down to the last couple of minutes but I think Utah um, I think Utah is going to be able to pull it off
0: okay Kyle says Oregon versus Utah in the words of Brigham Young this is the place the ducks lose Utah that's good Kyle yeah good 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 on that one the, this is the place speech that he gave.
1: That's when they came to Salt Lake.
0: Yeah. Yep. All right. Next up. USC at Cal.
1: I'm going to take, I'm going to take USC. I just don't think Cal's good enough.
0: Kyle says coming off a bye week. Cal doesn't lose as badly. USC. I'm going to take USC also. Okay. Next up, Washington at Stanford. I'm going to take UW. Oh, God. <laughs> Kyle says, another close win for Washington. Washington. So who are you going to
1: take, Beach? You know, um, I'm about as confident as the Washington winnings as the sun coming up tomorrow morning. So
0: So you're going to copy Kyle and I?
1: Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's fine.
0: Yeah. That's fine. You know, I, I no hard feelings here. Okay. Next up, Beach. <laughs> Next up, Colorado at UCLA.
1: Colorado at UCLA. We're going to take UCLA.
0: Okay. Kyle says, someone wishes they were still at Jackson State, UCLA. I too am taking UCLA. I just think that defense is too good for
1: Colorado. I, yeah. I think, and I think Chip Kelly, even though the man's an ass, um, I think he's a better he's, coach.
0: He's a good football coach, yeah. And and he, what he did with Garbers, I just thought he used him pretty well. Remember, Garbers started last year a number of games, played a lot last year. So I just I think that's a more solid football team, especially being able to run the ball. I think they'll run it down Colorado's throat. Okay, next cool. up. Washington State at Arizona State.
1: Hmm. You know, I think the Cougs are going to have a comeback. I'm going to pick Wazoo.
0: Kyle says Cougs still can't figure out how to hold onto the ball. Sun Devils. I, too, am taking Arizona State. They're really close.
1: That's I think that'll be a good game.
0: Yeah, Arizona State has, they've been really close on a number of games this year. And I just think they're right there, right there. And last up, Beach, the game we will not pick, Oregon State at Arizona. What do you think?
1: Um, I'm thinking, well, I don't like to get cocky, but I think Oregon State's going to perform well.
0: Yeah, I th- this game gives me pause. Um, Arizona's played well the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So they've both had a week to heal up a little bit. I'll be interested to see who Arizona starts at quarterback. I bet they don't say anything right off the bat, but it'll be interesting to see who they start. I wouldn't be surprised to see Fafita start. He's had the hot hand.
1: So, what worries me is playing down.
0: Yeah, playing down so. there, playing late.
1: So uh, Jess
0: and I will be going to the game with mom and dad down there. So I'm looking forward to that. I've never been to that stadium.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a few hours away from mom and dad's house, So is it? About two two hours away?
0: About two and a half, yeah.
1: So, so, But we're looking forward to it. I think it'll be fun. No, it should be. But uh, I, I'm not familiar with that stadium. Is it enclosed? No, it's open air. Okay. wonder how hot it's going to be. At least it's an evening game. Uh, Let's see how
0: hot it is down there right now.
1: Yeah, we're saying down in uh, Phoenix they were getting like 105 or 107 earlier this week.
0: Yeah, so currently in Tucson at right now, so 10 o'clock, it is 76 degrees. And actually Sunday, ooh, Sunday it looks like a high of 80. Ooh, Saturday, high of 87 low of 56
1: Ooh, cold weathers finally starting to come in
0: yeah well nope. they they said that usually in October yeah because actually today it was 95.
1: so I here's here's the te- jack.
0: here's here, here's the high temperatures down in Tucson today was 95 Monday will be 90 Tuesday 80 and some rain Wednesday 80 Thursday 83 Friday 87 Saturday 87 Sunday 80. so there you go Nice. Yeah, should be fun. Uh, and I think I'm finally going to be able to eat at a Whataburger when we go down there. Ooh. I've never been to a Whataburger. Okay. And uh, I guess there's one not far from Mom and Dad's place.
1: I think I went to a Whataburger. Wasn't this in the Whataburger where I went to up in uh, B.C.?
0: I don't think they have Whataburgers in B.C. They're
1: out of oh, Texas. I went to a, a, a weird... Um, burger joint up in bc i can't remember what the hell it was though i thought it was a Whataburger. no maybe it's a fat burger
0: fat burger but we went to a fat burger right by uh Knott's berry farm one time
1: okay so what what's uh what's so good about Whataburger?
0: a I, th- I just hear it's really good okay I'm trying to find their locations
1: um BC it was a fat burger what was that Sure up in BC. It was a fat burger.
0: Yeah, it's probably a fat burger. So yeah, like I think they're just out of uh, they've got some in Phoenix, Surprise, Tempe, Tucson. So I know they're they're based out of um, uh, Texas, and they get really good comparisons to In and Out. Okay, so it's interesting to try that. But uh, And because of that, beach, we'll be coming back on Sunday. I don't know if the show will get out Tuesday, but we'll try. Just for all the listeners out there. If it's not out Tuesday, it'll be out Wednesday. But hopefully it'll be out Tuesday.
1: Well, uh, what are we up to, 11, to 11 12 listeners now?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we just got a new listener, new follower on uh, uh, Tom Gomez. Really? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so he's, he, he's wasting his time listening to
1: us too. Where's Tom live now? He lives down in California. Okay. So. Yeah. We need to see what states we broadcast to.
0: Um, I don't know what states. I can tell what countries if I go to the analytics.
1: Okay. So,
0: anyways, anything else to add, Beach?
1: No, I, I, think, uh, I think it was a fairly good podcast today.
0: Well, we were talking about the, the schedule here for the end of the um, season. So so you've got Oregon at Utah this week. That's probably the biggest game other than Oregon State, Arizona. USC, Cal, Washington play Stanford, Colorado. U- so who does Oregon have left? Oregon has Utah, home against Cal, home against USC, at Arizona State, home against Oregon.
1: So, and what do we've got? We've got, uh,
0: we've, got we've got at Arizona, uh, at Colorado, home against Stanford, home against Washington, at Oregon. So those last okay. two games are huge. Washington yeah. has. So Washington is at Stanford, then they are at USC, home against Utah, at Oregon State home against Washington state. So they've got a real big guard yeah. at the end, right? Yeah,
1: they've got, they've got three team, three good, three good teams to play
0: three ranked plus, teams. And then Washington state.
1: And then they're, then they in state rival, which, uh, which that, that, that sometimes can be a crapshoot. Yep. So,
0: um, and who does USC have left? USC has,
1: well, they've got Washington, Oregon, Washington Oregon
0: UCLA. Mm-hmm. So they're at Cal home against Washington, at Oregon home against UCLA. So that's they've got a little bit of a gauntlet too. So there's a lot there's a lot to uh, play for these last few weeks. I mean, it's it's wide up. And if you look at the Pac-12 conference right now, Washington is obviously leading at 4 and 0. You've got USC at 4 and 1, and then you've got Oregon, Oregon State, and Utah all at 3 and 1. So and actually shoot U- UCLA at 2 and 2 and Arizona at 2 and 2 they might even still have a shot.
1: Yeah, yeah, they they got, things got to fall right for them but they still got a good they, they have good an outside shot.
0: there. But yeah. but I was going to say Oregon State, Oregon and Utah even each with a loss they all control their own destiny. You know?
1: Because because theoretically even Oregon who lost to Washington could still win out and play Washington in the Pac-12 championship game. Correct,
0: depending on what happens. They could all – USC, who just lost to Utah, if they win out, they win their next, what, four games, they could go. Yeah. So it's it's wide open. Oregon State controls their own destiny. And because there's no divisions anymore, you just have to be in the top two. The top two. So, yeah, I think USC does – don't they have a last – Oh no, they have a bye week on the fifteenth of of November, so they play Oregon. They have a bye week and then UCLA.
1: Well, and again, the, that USC UCLA game should be pretty good.
0: I agree. I agree. So, so lots of good, lots of good, interesting football here to be at the end. Alright, well I want to thank everyone for listening to show number 208 of Illegal Participation. If you'd like to comment, send a suggestion, or ask a question, there's a few ways to get in touch with us. HeinrichTailgater at gmail.com, at HeinrichTailgater on X, HeinrichTailgater on Facebook. Remember, listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Please leave a rating or review. beach it's been a great number show 208. I look forward to a very happy show number 209 with you.
1: Well, and safe travels down to Arizona and, and uh, I'll uh, look for you on the TV, hopefully you'll be wearing orange
0: I will be wearing orange, I think I might take my chainsaw
1: <laughs> if they let you in
0: I, I was looking, it looks like it should be able to be in if they it, permit it, toy it, it doesn't say anything about sticks anyways until next week, here's a great big Go bees.
2: conductor don't like it says you're wasting your time but everybody wants
0: All right. Are you ready to do
1: this? I'm never ready to do this shit, but I do it anyway because, you know, I I, I, I do whatever I do. Because it pays so well. Exactly. The the, the wages I make are outstanding doing this. So I told the people at Disney today, I said, you know, I make in, what did I say, in three days at my, my primary job what I make at Disney all year know
0: that i'm surprised you make that much at disney
1: yeah (laughs) so anyway but uh yeah it's it's the he said oh it's the benefits oh yeah just gotta make to just live to fit just gotta make it to 55 that's the whole goal Yep, make it to 55 and get that silver pass i got silver pass lifelong silver pass yeah so uh, all right, you ready nice. to go? I oh, was well, ready to ever Bill. Ever, ever will be.
0: Okay, get the yawns out because when you're yawning when we're recording, you can hear it. Yeah, I can hear it. You'll be answering the phone. You'll be like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, dude. Okay. Let's put dude. our let's put our audience to sleep.
1: Wait. I, think, <laughs> I think they're always sitting there. What what the hell's beat you going to say next?
0: Pretty much sitting on the edge of the seat. <laughs> <What> the... <laughs> What the hell kind of crap's gonna come out of his mouth?
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> the Oregon State volleyball team battled.
1: You gonna say anything? Battled Battled what? Yeah. Are you yawning? I'm yawning, I'm sorry, it's freaking late. Okay. <sighs> late i'm tired i work all the freaking time
0: opposition for coach chris Pendleton's squad includes north carolina from queens north carolina and are you there yeah i just i, I wrote wrote down i'm not sure what i wrote oregon state my mini jackhammer being a stick. I'll never forget that. So anyways, good show beach.
2: Yeah. yeah
0: that bad. got me about the, about the Michigan state thing. Cause I read it. I'm like, this is dumb. And then the more I read it, I'm like, wait a minute, weren't they having protests at Michigan state? And I look it up and I'm
1: you, like, I thought off. it was like, maybe like an emotional video that they were popping up there. And like, it, it had like images, mm-hmm. but if you're like, just asking a trivia question, I mean, you could also say Mussolini or – are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, we, we lost connection there. Uh, you, you know, I mean, Mao Zedong. I mean, there, there's a lot of people you could ask a trivia question about that impacted the world. Yeah. And good, good, better, and different. I mean
0: – Well, it's funny. It goes back to – I remember remember when we first went to Epcot in 1987, and they had a – the uh it was the most – it was like the most influential people of the 20th century. And you had to pick like three people that you thought were the most influential of the 20th century. And that got me thinking like, what would I pick? Right. And the more I thought about it, and and this still goes to this day, the most influential people of the 20th century, I can do, I can name three people that I think are the most influential people of the 20th century. And I could draw you a picture for each one. And you know who I'll be talking about. One is three circles, Mm -hmm. Walt Disney. One is a letter M, Ray Kroc.
1: I like beer.